Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. And we're on. Hey, everyone. I'm Liam, the daughter. Hey, I'm Lori. I'm the mom. What's going on? What's happening? On the road again. I just can't wait to get off the road again. <laughs> yeah, we're winding down this damn road trip. This get is us it. off. It's the last stop. Yeah. Last yeah. stop. This is our last on the road episode. Yes. Um, You want to tell the people what Where we're we? talking about today? Indiana. Indiana was yes, our last stop. Yes. Yeah. Um, me, in fact, took Jake have family in Fort Wayne. Yes. Uh, we have a lot of listeners in Indiana. I know. That's awesome. I know. One in particular asked us if they could get an Uncle Bob's themed tattoo. And I love that. I love that. I so can't wait shout to see. Out. I know. Oh, my God. I, like, almost cried. I was like, uh, absolutely. Are you of fucking course. serious? Yes. Um. So, yeah. If you get an Uncle Bob's tattoo, please let us see hey, it. Us like know. you yeah. have to let us know. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's just the coolest. That's I like know, such an that. honor. Wow. Isn't it though? Oh God, yeah. Um, so shout out to Indiana. Yes. Yeah. And we had a whole list of stuff to do there. We did. We explored. We saw some family. We explored the sites. You yes. had never been to Fort Wayne. No, I had not. Yeah. And so there was a list. I did find a roadside attraction. What'd you find? Uh, the world's largest bowling pin. <laughs> <laughs> And was it large? And I have to say, we pulled up, uh-huh. and I was like, is this it? Really? It was not very large. It didn't I'm, seem very large. I think I've seen bigger. Do you? I don't know. <laughs> so that feeling that you got is the feeling that I have when we stop at literally every fucking roadside oh, no. attraction. Hey. Jake is like, womp, womp. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. I don't... Are you sure that it was that, claimed to hey, be the world's largest? It was. All it right. was. I have a photo of her with it. We'll let you guys be the judge of that. I, I don't really fucking know. It was lackluster. Yeah. So world's largest, maybe, bowling pin. Um, what <laughs> else is going on? Johnny Appleseed's grave? Yes. Yeah, is in yes. Fort Wayne. Yes. And we talked about uh, Johnny Appleseed in a previous episode. Yeah. What did you talk about that for? Tall, Tall Tales. Tales. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. Um, so yeah, they have like an apple festival they're mm-hmm. very apple themed there because yeah. of this so yeah you can go and see his grave it's pretty neat yeah so i'm sure maybe a lot of people don't know who johnny appleseed is or they did not know he was a real person i know um i didn't until yeah. when we were exploring fort wayne when my yeah. family first moved there and i was like hey he's yeah. a real person right and there's even a statue a bronze statue of him sitting on a bench in downtown fort wayne yes he's holding an apple you yes. did a photo shoot with said statue he had a pot on his head he did have yeah pot. <laughs> you were like kissing him on the cheek, biting the apple. Yeah, it I went for it. Right. You were in a really, you know, fun, fun mood that day. Hey, you know what? Go big or go home. It was after seeing the bowling pin, wasn't it? That was it. It got you in the fucking mood. <laughs> that was so it. So Johnny Appleseed, let's see what else. Oh, in downtown yes. Fort Wayne, um, there's a theater called the Embassy. The Embassy Theater. Beautiful. Uh, still running. They have mm-hmm. concerts and plays and stuff there. Yeah, I think uh, Hair and Jersey Boys is uh, up fun on the docket. Oh, Jersey Boys. I love Jersey Boys. Oh, that's a good one. Who is that surprising? Probably yeah, nobody. nobody. You, you want to sing a little number for us? <laughs> Sherry, <laughs> Sherry baby. <laughs> there you go. Don't cry. Oh. <laughs> that's what I was looking for. Tremendous. Oh, 
I just no. combined two Frankie Valley songs. Frankie, please don't. <laughs> you're channeling Frankie, your inner Frankie. A, don't sue me. And B, I love you so much. Don't don't judge me off of what I just did there. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shit. So, yeah, the Embassy Theater. Um, we went there because it's supposedly haunted. Yeah, and we just wanted to get some outside shots. Yeah, we just wanted to see it. Um, but even though there was nothing going on in there, they let us come in and tour. Yes, they and gave us a guided tour. They gave us a guided tour, and we filmed it for the vlog for our Patreon members. So oh, you'll see that. Gosh. And they told us like why it's haunted. And oh my gosh! Yes, because wow. the doorman. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is that Bell- what bellman? Is, bellman? I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. I don't that. know the term. Some yeah. man. Usher. <laughs> a usher. Man. Maybe usher, the usher, usher who had been there for <laughs> Usher Raymond. <laughs> I'm just going to serenade <laughs> all of you throughout this entire episode. Uh, the usher, maybe, uh, who had been there forever. Yeah. And uh, it was like his second home. He loved it. Right. And he passed away and they put his uniform encased in glass. In a little picture of in him. a little picture of him. And yeah. they say he uh, haunts the he place. He hangs around. Hangs yeah. around. Nothing crazy. You no. know, just the he standard. He wants to help. Yeah, he wants to help. He's Noises, friendly. whispers, yes. rooms falling. Yeah, lights off and on. Yeah, exactly. You know, all that He's good just stuff. playing some games. It was absolutely gorgeous in there. Holy shit, it was stunning. Yes. Yeah, all the old fixtures like the and 1920s. the detailing. The floors, the shand- like the light fixtures. Very Overlook Hotel. Yes. Yes. I like the staircase. It reminded me of when Leo comes down in Titanic down the staircase. (laughs) Don't make me cry. Stop it right now. But the seats, the stage, the like engraving, even the damn bathrooms were like freaking decked. Every detail in that place was gorgeous. Like everywhere you looked, it was just stunning. And I feel like people don't appreciate that stuff anymore. So it was cool to see it still like maintained and they were really proud to show it off. I love seeing that old architecture and old like just decor. It's just beautiful. Stunning. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely haunted. Like you walk in there, you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, this is haunted (laughs) for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So they walked us around and told us how it's haunted. So if you're a member of our Patreon, make sure you watch the vlog this week because that's cool. Yeah. You'll see some really cool stuff on there. Yeah. That was probably my favorite stop on the Fort Wayne tour. Well, sure. Because it was totally unexpected. It was. It was very unexpected. They were very kind. Very Come on in. Come on in. Yeah. They didn't say it like that. <laughs> no, they did not. <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah, that's, I think, is that all we did in Fort Wayne? I think that's pretty much, uh, yeah, what we saw. It was kind of like our rest. You know yes. what I mean? It was yes. the last leg of the tour and we needed to rest. <laughs> Holy shit, did we need to rest? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we've got two Indiana themed picks today. Yes, and I'm excited to hear about yours. Are you? Yes. Um, I've really fucking stepped in it Did again you? this week. I don't you? know why I keep doing this. <laughs> I really like science fiction, but <laughs> the problem with that is the word science is in there. <laughs> so I keep, you know, just really going for it, and I'm going to get myself in trouble one of these days. Probably. The science community is going to come out and be like, would you fucking stop? Stop talking Please about us. stop it. Stop pretending you're a scientist. Oh, shit. So when I think of Indiana mm-hmm. pop culture my mind immediately goes to stranger things of course yes right? hawkins indiana it's a fictional town is it yes. can't go there you can't All go right. there damn but we were around the vicinity okay. right okay yes. so i'm doing stranger things too today because i did stranger things the first season oh geez like way back way back yes and my lesson was mk ultra yes that was a really cool episode make that sure was. you go I listen to it. it i think it's when you did harry houdini too oh yes <laughs> 
Old Harry. That's like a staple. Ep- <laughs> Old Harry. That was when he made his intro. That's like a staple episode here at Uncle Bob. So <laughs> go back and listen to that first. I did not because listening to our older episodes, it makes me cringe. I can't do it. We were so shy. To see like how far we've. Well, you said that that episode was like a turning point. I think that episode was when we really started coming out of our Turning on the humor. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Because it was the ectoplasm. I mean, it was the fucking Harry Houdini ectoplasm just really brought it out of us. And from there on, it's, you know, it's been classic Uncle Bob's. Um, so go listen to that one. It's yeah. one of our favorites. Yeah. Um, so now I'm doing season two. I love it. All right. So Stranger Things, if you don't know, American science fiction slash horror slash drama Netflix series. Wow. So it's all on Netflix if That's you have mouthful. it. It is. The tagline, the world is turning upside down. Ooh. Uh, the series kicked off in 2016. It was created by the Duffer wow. Brothers. I love that name. The Duffer the Brothers. The Duffer Brothers. Yeah. That's so fucking cool. All right, here's your cast. It's a long one. Oh. Let me take, take a deep a, breath. I think I know all the names. Do you? I, I, well, why did I say that? Because then I'm going <laughs> to fuck something up. All right. Millie Bobby Brown as 11. Mm-hmm. Finn Wolfhard. Wolford? It's, I think it's I, the, see? Second, <laughs> the second fucking name. I think name. it's Wolfhard. I think it's Wolfhard too. As Mike Wheeler. I love him. He's so cute. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's a good actor. He's a yeah. good character. Yeah. Um, Winona Ryder. We love her. As Joyce Byers. Love Winona. David Harbour, who I also love. Love him. As Jim Hopper. Noah Schnopp. 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 <laughs> as Will Byers. Gaten Matarazzo as Dustin Henderson. Mm-hmm. Caleb McLaughlin as Lucas Sinclair. Sadie Sink as Max Mayfield. Sadie Sink. Sadie Sink. I, I know. Love I love that. that name. She's a great actress. She is also in Fear Street, which oh. me and Jake are in the process of watching. Yes. So everyone who is recommending that to us, we get a lot of DMs saying, yeah. do Fear Street. Yeah. Um, that will be coming. There you go. All right. Um, Nat- Nat- no, boy. Natalia. <laughs> I know all these names. I thought it was Natalie. Lies. <laughs> I thought it was you Natalie Dyer. Lies. <laughs> I think it's Natalia. No. <laughs> No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Natalia Dyer is what I'm going to go with. As Nancy Wheeler, Charlie Nancy. Heaton. Nancy. Charlie Heaton as Jonathan Byers and Sean Astin uh, as Bob Newby. I love Sean He's Astin. a new character this season. Um, I loved him in this, in loved this season. Him. Yes. All right. So here's a season one recap. Again, go watch or listen to Mm -hmm. our episode that we did first, but here's a little rundown, and I took this directly from Wikipedia. Okay. Okay. (laughs) The first season begins in November 1983 in the fictional town of Hawkins, Indiana, when researchers at Hawkins National Laboratory open a rift to the Upside Down. Yes. Which is an alternate dimension that reflects onto the real world. Make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, a monstrous humanoid creature escapes from the Upside Down and abducts a boy named Will Byers. Mm-hmm. Will's mother, Joyce, and the town's police chief, Jim Hopper, search for Will. Smoke him if you got him, Joyce. <laughs> Dude, she's fucking chiefin. She's a chiefer. Chiefin, is it a red? <laughs> I don't know. My favorite. <laughs> At the same time, a young psychokinetic girl who goes by the name Eleven escapes from the laboratory and assists Will's friends, Mike, Dustin, and Lucas, in their efforts to find Will. 
Okay, that's mm-hmm. the rundown. Mm-hmm. Here's your spoiler. There's obviously a spoiler alert. I'm talking about the second right. season of right, the show. Right. So mm-hmm. stop right here if you haven't watched it yet. Um, and then come back, please. <laughs> At the end of the season, Will is rescued from the Upside Down. But right. when he returns home, something about him is a bit Something off. is a muck. Something is a muck. Mm-hmm. So I am only going to be focusing on bits and pieces of episodes one through three. From season two to mm-hmm. try to not spoil the entire fucking season. Right. Because it's really good. And I'm going to mainly focus on Will. Okay. So this is one of those shows. There's a lot of characters. There's a lot of stuff going on. A lot on. of stuff happening. So I'm going to follow Will. Okay. All right. So season two opens in late October 1984. So like a year after the first season. Okay. Right before Halloween. Ooh. Back in Hawkins, Indiana, the boys, Mike, Dustin, Lucas, and Will, are gathering any loose change they can find so they can head to the Palace Arcade and play some sick-ass games. Ooh. Um, I, like, never got to go to an arcade. Really? Like, not that kind of arcade. Like, I feel like that was very 80s. Oh. My arcade was like Dave and Buster's. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just wasn't the fucking thing. I never liked Dave and Buster's. Like, no, I it didn't was either. just, yeah. I want like this kind of arcade with the all the old, old games and the, was it a joystick? Like at Kennywood, <laughs> they had the old Penny Arcade. You know what? That is true. Kennywood does have like a little tiny arcade. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. This one's really neat. So mm-hmm. as they're playing Dig Dug, <laughs> Dig Dug, Dig Dug, Will gets distracted by something spooky outside and wanders towards the door. He goes to ask his friends if they noticed it too, but when he turns around, they are no longer there. No. No one is. No one's in the arcade. Will is all alone. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Everything flashes like black and dark and gloomy to the Upside Down. Ugh. So if you haven't watched season one, um, the Upside Down, again, is like a dark reflection of the regular world, so you can instantly tell when you're in it. Everything is very spooky. It's fucking scary, quite frankly. All right, so everything flashes to the upside down, and Will sees a giant storm approaching in the sky, Mm. and he's short in his pants. He snaps out of this hallucination, quote-unquote, when he hears Mike calling his name, and he just shakes it off. He just thinks it was, you know, a Mm one-off. So the next day, Will's mom, Joyce, and Chief Hopper take Will to the Hawkins lab, where they have basically been studying Will under a damn microscope after... The events of season one. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, because he spent a lot of time in the Upside Down, so they want to see, like, what it did to him. Everything is copacetic. Correct. After Will tells the doctors about this recent episode at the arcade, they're all told this will get worse before it gets better because he is suffering from PTSD. Mm. If you Mm. don't know what that is, that's post-traumatic stress disorder. And while there are other things going on, obviously, which I will get to, in my opinion, this is true of both Will and, like, pretty much every other character in this season. I think they all have PTSD, and I think they do a really good job at showing, showing like, how it will affect different people. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Will, Joyce, and Hopper are sent on their way, and this is when we learned that there is still an open gate to the Upside Down in the basement of the Hawkins lab. Oh, that sucks. That does suck. And this is, is that shocking. intentional, though? I can't remember. Um, yes, okay. I think so. Okay. We thought Eleven had closed the gate in yeah. season one, so this was like a big shocking moment. Mm-hmm. So not only is the gate still open, but these dumbass government people are still fucking with it. So that's why I think, yes, oh, it is intentional. Okay. They're going inside. They're still trying to learn about it, et cetera. Not did trying you to not, close that bitch up. No. Did no. you not fucking learn from no. the first one? Clearly not. 
So after some more hallucinations of the upside down, Will is a bit more off than usual. Like I feel like every time he flashes to it and comes back, he's like a little more disoriented. Yes. Okay. Uh, but he sets it aside to go trick-or-treating with the rest of the gang on Halloween of night, of course. Yeah. Okay, everything gets fucking set aside. My PTSD, <laughs> not today, bitch. Brush it in. I need candy. I need candy. They dress up as the Ghostbusters. I love that scene. That is so it cute. It is so yes. cute. Like, everyone yes. makes their own, what is it, proton pack. Proton oh, my pack. God, it's so yes. cute. Um, Will's older brother, Jonathan, is in charge of watching Will all night because of everything that happened, uh-huh. but reluctantly agrees to let Will go alone with his friends because he is sick of feeling like such a little weirdo. Uh, bad move. <laughs> yeah, bad move. <laughs> but poor Will. He's like, I don't want to feel weird anymore. Yeah. Like, no one else's brother or sister's coming to watch yeah. them. Like, can I just go by myself? Mm-hmm. So as Will is off on his own with his friends, he is filming the trick-or-treating festivities with this giant camcorder. Oh, dude. my gosh. Every, Remember those? Dude, every talent show I ever performed at, yes, I used to perform at talent shows. I feel like we've discussed <laughs> this before. The videos are somewhere because my grandmother would Had bring one of, one of these camcorders and fucking... No one behind her was seeing shit because she's like... Channel 11 cameraman. This is the moment. Get the fuck out of the way. I got the camcorder. All right, so picture Will with one of those. Um, He's walking around filming when some douchebag bullies jump in his face screaming, watch it, zombie boy. Hmm. This is his nickname around school because he came back from the dead last year, right? Oh, okay. And he gets knocked back on his ass because it scares him. Hmm. And when he hits the ground, he is instantly in the upside down. All right, no more Halloween, no more kids running around, just him in this other world. Does he still have his proton pack? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Have no fucking fear. It's still there. (laughs) We can use that bitch. Exactly. He's scared shitless, obviously, especially when he sees the giant storm, right, from before. Antium, (laughs) antium. Which has now formed into a shadow, like, tentacle monster. Oh, crap. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, oh, shit. (laughs) Not Antium. And it's chasing after him. Oh. Yeah. So luckily, Mike comes in clutch once again. I like Mike. Yeah. And he pulls Will out of the upside down before the monster can find him. So Mike takes Will home and Will finally comes clean about what's been going on. And as he says, it's like I'm stuck, caught between two sides. One side is our world and the other side is the upside down. Okay. So I think he is kind of aware that this is not just PTSD. Right, 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 right. So this is a really sweet moment between Will and Mike that I do just want to point out. They're two friends who are both really struggling yeah. in different ways, but they're kind of like, I don't know, Helping they understand each other, each other. And it's one of my favorite lines. Um, if we're both going crazy, then we'll go crazy together, right? I love that. So cute. All right, the next day, Joyce's new boyfriend, Bob... Sean Astin. Love him. I'm not going into his storyline too much. Such a good character. But you in have this. to fucking watch it. Um, who does he play in Lord of the Rings? I don't. Samwise Skenji. I, I thought it was Gamgee. It is Gamgee. Oh, well. oh my God. Was I right? <laughs> you were. Congratulations. Samwise Skenji. <laughs> what? I was afraid. I make to, up my own words. I was afraid to say it because I thought Jake would divorce me if I got it wrong. But now you're in the fucking doghouse. Is he your favorite character in Lord of the Rings? Oh, that's a good question. Well, he's obviously the hero of this story, but my favorite Aww. character. Um, Ouch! I'm gonna cry. You know, I don't know. He's like, he's like, he's we, going, we he's don't like, have the time really to gonna, go into this. We like, don't I'm have really the time. Have to think he's about literally this. going off into deep thought. We all want to hear Jake talk about Lord of the Rings, right? Yes. 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 Fuck yes. 
All right. So Bob, he's a really nice, goofy ass, innocent as hell goober, right? Like he's just, love it. how'd you get in with this family? You know, <laughs> he's driving Will to school and he tries to help him with his hallucinations by telling Will to essentially confront the monster. Oh, geez. Easy peasy, right? <laughs> Again, Will seems intrigued by this. He's like, hmm, okay, but Bob has literally zero fucking clue what's going on. He thinks he's just having, like, nightmares. Yes. Okay. Right. Meanwhile, back at the buyer's house, mm-hmm. Joyce is watching the camcorder footage, right? <laughs> She's like, I got to see this sick-ass like fucking holding, footage. You're, like, <laughs> holding a boombox <laughs> on your shoulder. I keep imitating, like, how you hold a camcorder. Who holds a You're camcorder like that? <laughs> That's how my grandma held it. Fuck. All right. So she's watching the footage from Halloween night when she notices Will fall back. Right. Oh, okay. And get very confused. He was still recording when all of that happened. Okay. And as she watches him wander around scared, she notices flashes of something in the sky, which is the tentacle monster. So it's Uh kind of coming in and out of the footage. Okay. So Joyce is now understanding that this isn't just PTSD, right? Because she knows everything that happened, obviously, from Mm -hmm. season one. So Mm -hmm. she's like, oh, fuck. Is the tentacle monster like H.P. Lovecraft inspired? Dude, that was one of my fun facts. Oh, shit. God damn it, Laura. You just keep your fucking mouth shut. Shut it. I, I, did Jake know that? Because I was really excited to tell him that. <laughs> well, I could definitely tell it was the, the cosmic horror tentacle-y kind yeah. of. A, yeah, it was okay. definitely H.P. Right, Lovecraft. See, things we learn here. Girl, up top. I'm so proud of you. I'm not even mad anymore that you spoiled it. All right, so back at school, Will flashes back into the upside down again. It's happening more frequently now. Okay. And this time, he takes Bob's advice. Oh, oh no. Oh, Bob. Not Bob Newbie. <laughs> um, this time, he doesn't run. He stands his ground, and he faces the monster. He screams, go away, just like Bob told him. Easy peasy. Uh-huh. But instead of backing down, the cloud monster surrounds Will <laughs> and forces itself down his throat, into his ears. It's like smoke. So it just, uh-huh. like, goes yeah. into Will. Like in Supernatural. When the, yes, yes, exactly. Yes. Um, and that is where I'm going to leave you. Uh, okay. Bob, newbie, bad advice. Bob, newbie, what the fuck? All right. I love that his name is newbie. I know. Like he's, you're a newbie and you don't know what's happening no, here. So just fucking zip your fucking lips. <laughs> Keep your fucking mouth shut next time, bitch. Um, that's where I'm going to leave you. I hope it, if you haven't seen it, it go will intrigue it you to go and watch yes. it because I really like this season. Mm-hmm. It's one of those like in between seasons where people are healing and they're yeah. actually having deeper conversations yes. through like yes. a horror science fiction show. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this the season where there's like a reference to Pittsburgh? Yeah. That you know what, oh, Laura? That was another one of my fun facts. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Be quiet. Zip it. That was my first fun fact. <laughs> this season. There will be no fun at the end of this if you keep this up. <laughs> there will be no fun in random facts. <laughs> fuck you, Laura. Uh, yes, Damn. this season opens in Pittsburgh. I'm not going to tell you why, because uh-huh. um, that's like another part of the story. Right. But I love it, A, because that's obviously where we're going. <laughs> so where we're it's going. like the perfect segue. Yeah. And B, it takes place in the 80s. So it has all of these old like Pittsburgh police like yes, logos from yes, the yes. 80s. That's and it's cool. really, really cool. Thank you for spoiling that. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. I am. <laughs> this is where I stepped in it. Oh, Okay. So the reason I focused on Will, right, is because I want to talk about parallel universes. Essentially the upside down. Okay. Um, And I thought the second season and Will was a good way to talk about this because Will clearly formed or was forced to form some type of connection with this parallel universe 
of Hawkins. Okay. All right. So I think he's like, and it goes even deeper into it after what I just told you. Okay. This connection. So I thought it was a really cool way <laughs> to talk to, about to bring this. it in. Hey, you know, I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna get what you're saying here. Are you? Yeah. You know, I used to watch Scott Bakula in Quantum Leap. So so you you fucking get it. You're there. <laughs> she doesn't need this lesson. <laughs> Sciency lore. She's got it. Quantum Leap. Right. Thank you. Give you it should to me. do that. Quantum Leap. Yeah. You oh, should yeah. cover it. I love that show. show. Yeah. And I, sliders. Love oh, those shows. <laughs> I bet not a lot of people know Quantum Leap. Probably not. Yeah. Scott Bakula. The shit. I think you need to teach the world about it. (laughs) All right. So let's get into it. I need to take a breath. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. So in the first season of the show, and I do remember mentioning this when I did Stranger Things Mm -hmm. the first time, the kid's science teacher, Mr. Clark, explains the idea of parallel universes to them by asking them to imagine an acrobat performing on a tightrope. Okay. Okay. The acrobat can move back and forth, mm-hmm. but can't turn upside down without falling. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then he tells the kids to imagine a flea. The little critter can move all across the rope and isn't bound by the same rules as the acrobat. Okay. So in this metaphor, the flea can travel between different universes. Uh huh. Okay. All right. So a parallel sense. universe. Yeah. Um, it's a cool visual, but it turns out it's not really a great way to describe parallel universes because theoretically, moving between universes would require a massive amount of energy. Oh. All right. So me and fact check Jake figured out another analogy. Is that the Ooh. word? <laughs> Okay. All right. So instead, imagine two pieces of wood okay. with a sheet of metal in between them. Okay. The metal keeps the two wood pieces separate and prevents them from interacting. Okay. Now imagine taking a powerful drill and blasting through all three layers, creating a hole. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. This hole now allows the universes to occupy the same space. And movement between the two originally separate places is now possible. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh Yes. All right. So in the show, Eleven's power is what creates this hole. The ripple, yeah. Between Hawkins and the parallel universe Mm -hmm. and allows humans to travel into the upside down. Yeah. All right. Are you with me? I'm I'm following. Because this is where we're going to get... Ooh, science <laughs> Okay. Where's so, Bill Nye? Bill Nye. Bill, Bill, Bill. Bill, That was such an intense theme song. Can we just talk about it? Bill Nye, you did not have to snap like that. All right. So one area of science oh shit, that believes multiple universes are possible is string theory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know about this? I do. Oh, shit. Okay. Not really. But yes, like, yes, I've heard of it. I know. All right. In string theory, the multiverse is an idea that states that many universes exist parallel to mm-hmm. one another. So here's your parallel universe. Right. Okay. So what the fuck is string theory? What is it? You want me to try to explain it, please, don't you? Please, please. I know the world has been begging for this. <laughs> All right. I feel like I need a lab coat. <laughs> Let's get you and one. like one of those things. Hey, we have a picture from Forks. You're in um, a lab coat, like a white coat. <laughs> yes, I put on Dr. Carlisle's lab coat. I'm going to break that picture out because this is Lee the science Geek. Geek. <laughs> Lee, the, Lee the science. That's all. All right. So start with matter, which is any substance that has mass and takes up space by having volume. Here is where I say, A, 
-hmm. This is string theory for dummies. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm leaving a lot out like I could fucking explain (laughs) it if I wanted to. And B, I probably got something wrong. So don't fucking come at me. (laughs) All right. String theory for dummies. So we're starting with matter. Okay. Uh Matter is made of molecules. Yes. Molecules are made of atoms. Yes. Okay. I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) Laura's like, yes, dumb bitch. Those atoms are made of protons, neutrons, and electrons. Yes. And smaller still, we have quarks. 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 <laughs> I was like, quarks. A quark. Have you heard of this? Yes. I had never heard of this really? before. You this was very interesting to me because, again, I'm really into science fiction, not really great at science. Wasn't there like a video game called Quark or something? I don't know. I don't know. Fact check, Jake. That's weird fingers. because I know nothing about video games, so I that know, would be really say, strange. Where did that come from? Have you ever played a video game? I told you, Atari. Oh shit, Mrs. Pac-Man, oh, Captain geez. Quark. It's a character. Oh, Lord, How did that happen, dude. What the fuck? Damn. Is- okay, are we in a parallel universe? Because it must be. That <laughs> makes no sense. How you just pulled that out of your ass? Holy shit. All right, so string theory suggests that inside of a quark, you mm-hmm. can find something that looks like a string. Okay. And like a guitar string, it vibrates. Mm-hmm. All right? So life, reality, whatever, is nothing but a symphony of strings vibrating to create reality as we understand it. Okay. Are you with me? I am with you. Okay. So imagine our universe as a ball of string, a big Mm -hmm. ball of string, vibrating at its own frequency. That's a roadside attraction. World's (laughs) biggest ball of twine. I'm I'm imagining it right now. I know. She's like wetting her pants (laughs) over there. It's going to be okay. Um, This is all a theory. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just want to restate that. So big ball of string vibrating at its own frequency, right? Yes. Theoretically, there could be more than one ball or more than one universe with its strings vibrating at a similar or slightly different frequency, mm. making it a parallel. Oh, a yes. parallel ball. Two balls. <laughs> two balls. Imagine, side by side. Imagine two balls and then a long string. <laughs> and then a long string. If you could see my hand gestures right now, it would really make this all better for you. <laughs> All right, so these parallel universes could be really similar to ours. There could be another you, mm-hmm. okay, another lore, doing mm-hmm. the same thing you're doing now. Yes. All right, recording, drinking coffee, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or there could be another you that's wildly different, okay, playing video games. Imagine oh a lore, gosh. right? Ew. Doing completely different things. Yes. So I know you haven't really watched Rick and Morty, but that's a big mm-hmm. thing in Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could not exist at all in this parallel wow. universe. Sign me up. So, hey, remember don't that you movie, ever say that again? Remember that movie Sliders? You just you mentioned it. Like no, no, or no, Sliding Doors with oh, when, Remember that one? Oh my god! Yeah, yes, yes. that was kind of like that, that was, was a parallel universe. Gwyneth, <laughs> Gwyneth, <laughs> <laughs> loved your work, Gwyneth. <laughs> oh shit! All right, so. Um, it could be a completely different world. Yes. So think okay. the upside down, right? right. Even mm-hmm. though it's a reflection of Hawkins, there's completely different okay. things going on, yes. right? right. Um, some people, I thought this was interesting, believe you are entering a parallel universe when you dream. Yes, I've heard that. Have you? Mm-hmm, yes. I had never heard of that before. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that kind of scares me a little bit. Really? It kind, that kind of freaks me out. That's interesting. It is interesting. I just listened to a, an H.P. Lovecraft audiobook about that same kind of concept last night. I mean, oh, you, really? Interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah like saying that men would never dream if they knew how fucking dangerous it actually was. 
Oh, wow. Scary, well, right? that's scary. Well, chew on that. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Thanks for that. Um, so that's my, like, intro to parallel universes. Again, this goes, it goes deep and deep and deep. Well, that's interesting. But I think, so they've never come out and really said, I don't think, they haven't really explained the upside down in the show, right? right? Like, you know it's a reflection of Hawkins. So, like, if you haven't seen the show... Stuff that happens in Hawkins will happen in the parallel universe in the Upside Down. Mm -hmm. But again, it's like completely different, right? Right, There's Demogorgons and there's creatures that exist there that don't obviously exist. Right. Um, But they are, they're right up against each other. Right. And there was like Eleven created that rift. Yeah. And then they got in. Yeah. And then in season two, like Will said, he's like stuck. Yeah. Between the two. Right. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting about the dreams, though. Does that make you think about your dreams? You have some, you are. I have uh, some wild ass dreams. You have a wild dreams and nightmares you talk about. Yeah. I have always had like, they've gotten better as I've yeah. gotten older. Um, But yeah, when I was young, I suffered from some crazy ass nightmares. And now I'm like, Ooh, oh, shit. was that a parallel universe? <laughs> I don't know. Right. That's wild. Interesting. That's so interesting. Yeah, I would like to hear other people's thoughts on that because I feel like now I'm going to be looking at my dreams completely different. Well, it's interesting that you had an epiphany or we both had an epiphany or all three of us had one (laughs) when we were discussing (laughs) dreams because we were talking about The Sopranos and the dream sequence in... whatever season it was. Yeah, well, they do a lot of dream sequences Mm -hmm. in the Sopranos series. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And for me, I'm always like, I don't get it. Or that's not my favorite part, mm-hmm. you know? It's like a Salvador Dali painting. Yes. And mm-hmm. you're always like, it makes total sense to me because that's how your dreams are. Right. And mine aren't like that. So maybe I'm just in a fucking parallel universe. Ooh. I'm spooked. Crazy. That's a re- It's really cool to think about. Um, again, I really like science fiction. I know that it's not like the most popular <laughs> Like, I I don't know. Um, But I think when it really connects to, like, science like this, like, string theory and stuff, that's fucking cool. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. don't know. I like to dive into it, even though half the time I don't understand what. I hope anything I just said made sense. You did a great job. It totally made sense. Don't sell yourself short. Well, thank you. It totally made sense. I was able to follow. Yeah. This would be like you trying to explain computers to someone. Oh, forget it. Yeah. (laughs) Forget Forget about it. It's like you shouldn't. Why not? I shouldn't. (laughs) Oh, shit. So um, that's Stranger Things too. I love that. Um, There's a lot more of that kind of stuff. If you like that, if Mm -hmm. you like science fiction, that is definitely a show for you. Yes. Um, Here's my fun and random facts, which... But before you get into, (laughs) you know, what makes it exciting if you're not a huge science fiction fan, which I'm not, we've talked about that, is that they bring the horror and they also bring the pop culture. Is that what you just said? No, it's one of my fun facts. Oh, shit. (laughs) She's just sniping them. Seriously? You're like, before you get into your fun facts. Let me take the last fucking one. Literally, I think that like is my last one. Damn it. All right, you just sit there and you shut your mouth <laughs> just for a second. <laughs> Give me like I'm five gonna be, seconds. I'm going to be quiet. Let's see. Season two opens in <laughs> Pittsburgh, VA. Yeah, Laura already ruined that one. Okay, even though the series takes place in Indiana, it is actually filmed in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, I yeah. see. I didn't give that one away. You did. I didn't know if that one. If you knew that, I'm sure that you would have spoiled it. And some of the locations are real. Like, you can go to them, I think. I think the middle school. Okay. Um, and the Hawkins Lab. Oh, cool. Very cool. 
Um, here you go. Obviously very inspired by tons of 80s movies and pop culture and the horror genre in general, as Laura just let us know. Um, there are lots, like I'm talking lots of little references and big references. Um, and it's super fun to go and pick them out. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, imagine if you were in science class today and they were teaching you string theory through Stranger through Things, Stranger things Dude, and pop culture. I would have remembered that. Yes. Honestly. It would have I would not have fell, fallen asleep at my desk. No, like uh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All of your previous science teachers are like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, I we should start a school. <laughs> the <laughs> Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet School. Because I'm sure I've learned about string theory before, but it went Did in it one sense? ear and out yeah. the other. If you just would have compared it to a piece of pop culture, <laughs> I, I would have been there. That's right. right. I could have become a scientist. <laughs> you, you never fucking know. All right. Here's some examples of the references. I'm not going to give them all away because there's so many. Mm-hmm. And again, it's fun to go and try to pick them out. Um, there are many references specifically in season two to the Goonies. Yes. Because Sean Astin is yes. in it and he's in the Goonies. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of references to Stephen King. Yes. Um, the character Billy... In season two. Yes. All right. I don't know if you know this one. Rob Lowe. Damn it. What? Is that, am I yes. right? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> are you? Are, what happened to you today? I must be in an alternate universe today. <laughs> Fuck. He's hell? based on Billy Hicks, who is Rob Lowe's character in St. Elmo's Fire. Yes. Damn. Yeah. The dangly earring. Oh, yes. The hair. The ensemble. His name, Billy. Mwah. I 10 out that. of 10. Oh, I love that. Um, And the shadow monster was inspired by H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> That was my last fun fact because I was so excited to tell Jake. Oh, no, and I ruined it. (laughs) Damn it. Um, I also do want to point out um, two characters I didn't talk about, but Nancy and Steve. There's a Halloween party, right? Yeah. And they're dressed up together, Mm -hmm. like in a couple's outfit, and I always thought they were Johnny Cash and June Carter. Yeah. No, they're the characters from Risky Business. (laughs) (laughs) Swing and a miss. Tom Cruise? Yeah. So winging a fucking miss. Yeah, I would not. Johnny Cash, no. I don't does know. not look like Tom Cruise in Risky there. Business. That's hilarious. He's dressed all in black. I don't know. I just assumed. <laughs> I thought the Risky Business was like him in his underwear. I think that's the most classic. Oh. It's a pretty bold costume for a high schooler, though. Yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah. Lore, get it together. <laughs> well, never been kissed. You know, David Arquette pulls it off. <laughs> <laughs> he sure does. He sure does. All right, that's Stranger Things too. I love that. And a science lesson that no one asked for. <laughs> but you got anyway. But you fucking got it. <laughs> I love that. All right, well, I guess I'm up to the plate. Go, girl. Take All it right. away. Are you ready for this one? Yeah, I'm going to try to spoil everything Ooh. you say. That's All right. going to be my mission. All right, I, I know I have one fun fact in here that no one will see coming. Oh, so. fuck. All right. All right, I am doing Sleepwalkers. <gasps> I've yes. never seen this movie. You know what? There is no need. Oh, no. All right. Are you doing another cinematic piece of crap? Dude, I am telling you what. The one I did last week, La Llorona, is like an Oscar-worthy <gasps> oh, performance <no. laughs> in comparison to this movie. Wow, you're just pulling that cinematic Ooh, card How am I out, getting this? You? How am I getting this? I've only seen this once, but 1992 American mm. horror film. Good, Good year. year. Good year. Right? Written by Stephen King. Hey. And it's actually the first of his works, instead of the movie being based on like pre-existing works, like okay. his books, that he wrote this to be made into a movie. Oh, Really? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. Okay. Uh, directed by Mick Garris. Uh, the budget was 15 mil. Okay. And it did 30.5. So not a clinker. Not a clinker. Okay. Not a clinker. <laughs> She's like, how did that All happen? All right. How did that happen? Uh, here's your cast. Okay. All right. 
Uh, Brian Krause <gasps> as Charles Brady. Leo. Leo and Charmed. Charmed. I loved right? him. Yes. Uh, maybe not if you had seen this oh. first. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm not sure. All right. Oh, uh, the acting. So bad. <laughs> All right. Alice Craig. I don't know if I said that right. As Mary Brady. Okay. Machen Amick. Did I say it? Machen Amick, I think. Amick? I yep. think. Machen right. Amick. Machen Amick. I love her. Love her, right? Twin Peaks. Yes. As Tanya Robertson. Lyman Ward as Donald Robertson. Cindy Pickett as Helen Robertson. Cindy Pickett. Cindy Pickett. Um, not related to Wilson. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ron Perlman as Ron. Captain Soames. Ron. Yes, Ron. Hey, Meatball sub. Meatball sub. <laughs> Meatball sub. Your old boyfriend. Jim Haney as Sheriff Ira Stevens. Dan Martin as Deputy Andy Simpson. Lucy Boyer as Jeanette. Glenn Shaddix as Mr. Fallows. And he was actually, we would know him as Otho in Beetlejuice. Oh, yes, yeah. Okay, yes. all right. And Sparks the Cat as Clovis. <laughs> Sparks the Cat, cute. Okay, this seems like a good cast. It, yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, and maybe it's just me. Maybe I just didn't like this movie. Oh, shit. Mm, all, right. all right, here we go. Here's the plot. Okay. The movie opens in Bodega Bay, California. Okay. Where we see a bunch of mutilated cats oh. lying around. Okay. And hanging from trees. Lord, okay. See? You're supposed to give warnings <laughs> before you say shit. Trigger like that. warning. Yeah. That's devastating. That is devastating. I okay. did not like that. No. Um, the local police have arrived to check out the gruesome scene okay. and find what was once a young girl in the closet. Uh, she, we know she was a young girl because she was wearing braces. Not that you can as an adult, but you know what I mean? That's the <laughs> that's the only giveaway because she was dead. Okay. And she was shriveled up like a prune, kind of looking like the Crypt Keeper. Oh, geez. Right? Yeah. Um, didn't you guys see the Crypt Keeper? The yeah, the gas station <laughs> attendant in Nevada looked just like Again, it. Again, shout out. Uh, but the owners of the house are nowhere to be found. Okay. Okay. Jump to... Travis, Indiana. Oh. All right, where young Charles and his mother Mary live after fleeing sunny California. Oh shit! What okay. is that a real place in Indiana? I don't know. I did not. Wow! I, whoa. Wow! I am. You're slipping. <sighs> yeah, you're slipping. I am slipping. I am. Fact check, Jake. Tap is them little fingers. Travisville, Indiana. Okay, ah. close, 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 uh, but no scar. Right. <laughs> All right. So it seems like after witnessing the scene in the movie where there is an alarmingly inappropriate relationship between Charles and Mama. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, we learn that the two of the uh, two of them, <laughs> the two of the two of them. I'm I'm I can't get the picture out of my head. Oh no. Um, they're sleepwalkers. Okay, what does right? that mean? So they have the ability to shapeshift. Mm. Uh, they need to feed off of innocent virgins by sucking the life force out of them. Have we you seen can, this can I, plot line? I hate the fucking virgin plot line. Like, I know, get, right? get some new material, right. you know? Exactly. Uh, but this is how they survive. Okay. They are nomadic pretty much because they leave dead bodies everywhere they go. Right, you know? exactly. Yeah. Uh, the pair typically maintain human form. Okay, but mm -hmm. their natural form is that of some weird human-sized bipedal cross between a <laughs> werewolf and a cat. Oh, okay. Cool. The special Sick. effects are literally ludicrous. In fact, I mean, Jake is looking it up. Is it bipedal? Yeah, you're right. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know what it meant. I thought it meant walking on two legs, and I was right. Yeah. Oh, yes. nice. I yes. didn't. Well, oh. we're just learning all kinds of scientific facts today. <laughs> uh, the special effects are so bad. Let oh, me just no. say. 
Uh, their special powers include mm-hmm. telekinesis, Kyle. That's telekinesis, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> and illusion. Mm. So mostly Charles uses it to change the style and color of his car. Uh, fucking sick. So he goes yeah. from like a neon blue Trans Am muscle car yes. to a red Mustang. Classic, right? If I had that power, that's how I'd use it too. <laughs> I don't understand what's the problem. Their weakness, their only weakness, their, kryptonite, their kryptonite, you might say, yeah. is the domestic cat. Really? Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. that for cats. Uh, the two species do not play well together. No. Hence the beginning scene. Ah, uh, see that? Okay, connecting dots. Yes, the cats can see right through their illusions of human form mm-hmm. and the fancy car transformations, right? Yeah, fuck your car. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I would believe that. Cats are very intelligent. Yes, they yeah. are. Uh, stealthy. And they can see through uh, bullshit. Right. So I'm <laughs> onto this, yeah. Uh, so they attack, violently inflicting fatal wounds by biting and scratching the sleepwalkers. Okay, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. All right. Yep. Uh, as soon as the duo moves into the new pad, mm-hmm. the neighborhood cats come a running. They're they're sniffing around. Uh, they're starting to lay in wait on the front lawn, mm-hmm. uh, which explains why there were so many dead cats in the opening. Scene. Get out, me town. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. We're here for you. Uh, Charles enrolls in the local Leo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> enrolls in the local high school, even though he looks like he's thirty. Oh. Uh, and sets his sights on Tanya Robertson. Is okay. it Tanya or Tanya? Tanya, Tanya. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. You've got to roll with it now. Uh, he sets his sights on her in class. Mm. And then he ends up like cutting his arm and making a blood heart around her picture in the yearbook. It's weird. Did she see that? No, he did that in the privacy of his own home. (laughs) As one should. As one should. Uh, His mom wants to know if she is a nice girl. Okay. A.K.A. is she a virgin? Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, Because for some odd reason, the mom can't go out and get her own food. Mm. Charles has to suck the soul out himself and then bring it back and feed mom. Mommy issues. Through sexual intercourse. It's weird and awkward. I'm Remember that trigger warning thing you're supposed to use? What the fuck did you just say? Hold on. What the fuck did you just say? Yes. <laughs> yes. The Laura. two of them. <laughs> what? It's. <laughs> Her Virgo brain. Like she just has to get through. <laughs> like, this like is so. It was so awkward. Awkward? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. I'm. I'm really disturbed, but okay. Well, so, and they're in the midst of this act, right? In the midst of incest. Yes, exactly. And you see them, like, in bed as the two humans, but then the reflection in the mirror- To werewolf cats. Yes, and they're really gross looking. Yeah. It it almost kind of looks like the, what did you call what you did in your witch whisper? The squonk. The squonk. It kind of looked like the squonk a little bit. The squonk. Yes. Yikes. From the mind of Stephen King, everyone. (laughs) Yikes. Yes. Um, all right. So Charles stalks Tanya okay. at her place of employment. I really which- hope it's Tanya and you've been saying Tanya this whole <laughs> time. That's fantastic. Tanya. Tanya Tucker. <laughs> right? That's why you're Tanya right. Tucker. <laughs> Tanya Tucker just doesn't have the same ring. <laughs> doesn't have the same spice. <laughs> Delta. All right. <laughs> We're going to get fucking sued by someone. Uh, anyway, her place of employment, which is the local movie theater. I love that part. Yeah. Uh, and he makes his moves. Right? Okay. Pretending that he is super interested in her. She is intrigued. His plan is working. <laughs> right? Because he's Got handsome. Because he's handsome. Right. Uh, not so fast. Charles' teacher, Mr. Fallows. 
right? Yeah. Mr. Phallus. <laughs> I actually have that in parentheses. It sounds like phallus. <laughs> Lord, uh, they're pretty get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> well, after that scene, I just had to witness Jay's. Fucking hell. Um, he's pretty sure there are games afoot. Okay. Right? Yes. And when he finds out that Charles' transcripts are phonies, uh, poor Mr. Fallows confronts him. <laughs> now I can't hear anything but Fallows. I know. <laughs> and Charles, no. Bye-bye. Oh, okay. Bye-bye, Mr. Fallows. Yeah, bye. All right. Poor Mr. Fallows. <laughs> <laughs> I can only think of him in Beetlejuice when he's like, deliver me from L.L. Bean. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I love his character in that movie. Uh, Charles stops by Tanya's house. Mm-hmm. And meets her mom, who happens to do grave etchings as an artistic expression. Okay. Right? Okay. I don't know what that is, okay. but fun. Uh, Charles is so dapper and pulls an Eddie Haskell, making Tanya's mom think he's one super swell kiddo. Now you're going with Tanya. I see. Tanya, Tanya. I'm going to go, keep going back and forth. I'm going to keep you on your toes. And a date is set. Okay, yes. Okay. The couple head out on their first date. Mm-hmm. They're having a picnic close to a nearby cemetery, because why not? You know what? I mean... I'd be down. So Tanya can get some photos. Okay, yeah. Yeah, as the two youngsters attempt to flirt, the typical tickle, fall, roll on top of each other I scenario. Said, I thought you were going to say tickle, fart. <laughs> you know that old tale. <laughs> Is that what you typically do on your dates? Well, first of all, yes. <laughs> and second of all, if someone tickles me, I will fart. <laughs> like automatically. Oh, no. Good to know. <laughs> Just so everyone is aware. Don't anybody come uh. up and tickle Leanne. <laughs> um, no, tickle fall. You okay. know, roll on top of each other. Giggles. You know. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, Charles goes in for the kiss. Mm-hmm. But this is no normal kiss, of course, because he's attempting to suck the life force out of Tanya. Damn, he Tanya. just went. <laughs> Tanya, Tanya. He just went right for it. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, you know, there's no, actually t- liked her. no time is wasting. Oh, okay. Uh, he's just pretending to like her. Right. My bad. Yeah. Uh, get out of there. Uh, he's not even that good. It was the worst sounding <laughs> slurping kiss <laughs> that I've he's ever heard. Oh. You would have think after all that time with mom, he would have had it down. Oh, it was a wet one. Oh, he was like, <laughs> dude, I hate when they do that in movies. <laughs> Fucking take the sound effects down. God. As Tony realizes things aren't right in River City. Right. Uh-huh. From the music man. Right? We got trouble right here Thank in River you. City. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. She hits Charles over the head with her camera, knocking him out. Yes. Or so she thinks. And instead of getting the hell out of there, that dumbass goes over to see if he's okay. Why? <laughs> right. Fuck no. And of course he's baiting her and he's ready to pounce. Oh, shit. Right? Yeah. She has no choice to take his eye out with a wine cork. <laughs> Dude, she's fucking, she's got it going on. Camera, cork. Oh, my gosh. And now she decides to run. Uh, Okay, yes. That could have happened a little earlier, but whatever. Down the road comes Deputy Andy Simpson and his cat Clovis. He's a happy guy. Clovis? Clovis Clovis is the cat. cat. Yes. Okay. Um, He's a happy guy singing a little ditty. Now, I did not know... But I remember as a kid, like in high school, so probably it's from this movie. I don't know where this little ditty comes from. Okay. But I'm sure you heard it. And he's like riding down the road and he's like, here comes Johnny with a pecker in his hand. He's a bumbo <laughs> man and he's off to the rodeo. Have you ever heard of that? No. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> All I heard you say was pecker in his hand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of penis talk. <laughs> Okay. That is from uh, the rodeo song by David Allen Coe. Oh, 
Well, there you go. Well, there you go. You know what? I'm learning so many things. Oh, shit. Uh, He has been looking for Charles since he ran into him the other day driving his car, and his face seemed to shapeshift, and his car disappeared. Okay. Right? Yeah. So out from the picnic locale runs a terrified Tanya. Right? (laughs) A terrified Tanya. A terrified Tanya. It's pronounced Tanya. (laughs) (laughs) The sheriff stops to help, but he is no match for Charles, who is hot on Tanya's trail. Yes. Poor Sheriff Andy. Sheriff Andy. (laughs) (laughs) I like that accent. You just rolled into Uh, it. Charles makes a cop kebab out of him. A cop kebab? Yes. TM. (laughs) (laughs) And continues to try to suck the life force out of Tanya. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, (laughs) look out. Clovis the cat. Right? Yeah. Comes in for the rescue, attacking and mortally wounding Charles. Okay, go cat, go. As he staggers back home to mom, Mm -hmm. his mom is able to make them invisible so Charles won't be caught when the police arrive to arrest him. Okay. Charles is not looking good. No. The cat got him. Clovis. And his nails. Oh, gag. Have we ever discussed that we hate long fingernails? We hate them. Yeah. You know what I hate more? Long toenails. I really do. (laughs) Um, He seems to be turning into his sleepwalker form. Okay. And it's just bad special effects. I cannot. So he's like half transforming. Yes. Oh, okay. Because he's injured. It's really bad. bad. Uh, Clovis calls in the reinforcements (laughs) and the other cats join him on the lawn of the sleepwalker home. Right. Right. Yeah. Knowing that time is running out for Charles, the only way to save him is to feed. And Mary unleashes the beast and heads to Tanya's house, killing several deputies. (laughs) Deputies, deputy dog, who have been watching the house. One in particular who has been eating the Robertsons out of house and home gets impaled with an ear of corn. What, uh, d- there's so many things happening in this movie. Mary tells him no vegetables, no dessert. Okay, I like that. And then Mary literally bites Ron Perlman's fingers right off when he tries to intercept. I, you just said so many, right? I was still on the corn. And I'm still thinking, why the fuck hasn't mom been hunting this whole time, you lazy right? bitch? Right, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. She could have, she, she could have. She was we biting now the see. fingers off. Exactly. She was just sending Charles out to do, to do her, her dirty, dirty work. work. Yes. Wow. She kidnaps Tanya and brings her back to the house so Charles can finally feed off of her and come back to life. Okay. Tanya manages to kill the weakened Charles by oh, plunging her fingers into his eye. Oh, okay. Okay, this girl is resourceful. She is she not will do anything no she fucking needs That's to do. That's right. That's right. Uh, Tanya manages to escape to escape. God, I can't talk <laughs> ever you, anymore. Okay? <laughs> uh, with help from the local sheriff. And that just pisses off Mary, who impels him on the fence. Oh my god, there's a lot of impaling. You've said the word impale a lot Have I? today. By now, Clovis and his other cat pals have had enough, and they attack Mary, ripping her to shreds until she bursts into flames on the front lawn. Night, night. Why did right? she? Why did she burst into flames? That's uh, how. They, that's how they die. Yeah. I, well, I guess. Right. I don't know. Uh, Clovis has saved the day. He's the hero. Way to go, Clovis. The end. Clovis, way to fucking go, my friend. That movie sounded like absolute trash, garbage, <laughs> like absolute garbage. How do you keep getting these dumpster How fire films? How do I keep getting these crappy ass films? So let me get this straight. This is the movie that Stephen King like wrote. Yes. To be made into To movie. be made. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So bad. The special effects. <laughs> I have so many questions. So bad. The plot, the storyline, garbage. Whip that cinematic piece of crap badge out one last time. Uh, that's, that's getting two. <laughs> that's getting two badges. <laughs> 
I never want to watch this movie ever again. You know what? I don't think I need to so see it after that description. It, I'm curious to know if it's me yeah. or if people think this is crap. So well, please let us know if you've seen this how, movie. Seeing A, me and Jake like Stephen King's mm-hmm. uh, movies and books, and B, we're big horror fans and neither of us have seen it. Yeah. I'm going to go with You're Not the Only One. So bad. <laughs> you have to just check out like... Um, you know, a couple clips or something just to see Some how stills, bad, yeah, how bad the uh, special effects are. Wowza! All right, here's some fun facts. Okay. I did have some cool music. I did dig that. Okay. Uh, it gets the cinematic piece of crap badge for score uh, for sure. I mean, it's not scary at all. Yeah, no, not at all. No. Uh, but there was some cool music. Um, there are cameos by Stephen King and all of his friends. He always does that. Uh, King was the cemetery caretaker. Joe Dante. Uh, it was the lab assistant, John Landis from mm-hmm. American Werewolf in London. Yeah. Uh, lab tech, Clive Barker from Hellraiser and Candyman. Hey. And Nightbreed was the forensic tech. Toby cool. Hooper of Texas Chainsaw Massacre was Damn. the forensic tech. And Mark Hamill from Star Wars made a small uncredited role. Okay. And this, and it was that bad? So bad. Damn. That sucks. That's a mm-hmm. bummer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So remember how I said the relationship between mom and son was Weird. How could I forget, Lord? We talked about the sex scene, mm-hmm. which is hilarious because, you know, in the mirror, they're in those terrible, terrible Squonk costumes. Squonk, Squonk outfits. outfits. Yeah. Um, so, but when it's not reflecting in the mirror, they're human. And this, like, it's kind of weird. Like, I've always wondered about, like, sex scenes, you oh. know, with people <laughs> in movies. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure. Don't, haven't you ever thought about this? Well, in what context? Like, it's kind of weird, like being naked with a stranger. Yeah, you know, and then sure. you're like, "Are they naked? Or what? What's happening?" You've really you know? thought about this. Well, don't well, they usually have coaches that like work through that with you? Yeah, yeah, one would think, right? Yeah. So the rumor is that while they were filming the scene, Lucky Leo was oh, no. getting a little excited down there, <gasps> oh, right? No. Lore in the nether regions, <laughs> <laughs> in the upside down. And the actress playing mom did not mind. <gasps> So the two were actually having sex in this scene. Uh, Laura, I... What? Yes. You were watching porn. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? What? And I mean, she had to have been way older than him. Cougar. All right. The way, in, way inappropriate. That is so... I'm, I'm really disgusted <laughs> And support and squeaky queen queen. <laughs> she's flustered. I'm so flustered. She was the squeaky older queen. <laughs> squeaky clean Leo. You know, you used to like see him in charm, and you're like, he's, he's like, a white so, lighter. Damn it! <laughs> How dare you? But apparently, instead of attending the premiere of the movie, he was in jail for <laughs> unpaid parking tickets, in which he ended up serving 45 days in jail. Damn, you can serve <laughs> Well, he must have had a damn lot of them. Holy fuck. Wow. You just threw so much stuff Brian at me. Brian Krause, you little... You little dirty dog. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Oh, <laughs> That's all the fun facts I had. I had to stop there. I had to stop. That was enough fun for me. <laughs> Thank you. So where, what is my lesson in this? What is that, my lesson? That wasn't your lesson. Oh, my God. We're going to talk about adult films. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Uh, well, it seems that the Sleepwalker mythology is a complete creation of Stephen King. Okay. Uh, who created his own mythology while lending heavily on cat mythology. Right. Uh, so in the process, we're not going to be learning about sleepwalkers today because you already covered cats in a previous episode. Did I? 
I believe he did. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, black cat. You did. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm like, when did that happen? When did I do that? <sighs> uh, so I thought the fact that Tanya's mom was into grave etchings was interesting. Ooh, I'm glad you said that because when you mentioned that, I was like, I've never heard what that before, that, but right? I'm intrigued. When I started to dig into the topic, I found it very fascinating. Okay. Teach uh, me, Laura. Yeah. So my first question was, is this a real thing that people do? Is it? Yeah. And the answer is yes. Okay. So what exactly is it? Okay. I really don't know. A grave or a tombstone rubbing is when one captures an impression of a gravestone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then my question was, Why? Right. Right? Uh, so back in the day before photography, okay, people used headstone rubbings as a reference for ancestry and genealogical research. So you would what? Like put a piece of paper I'm up gonna, on it? I'm oh. Gonna, I'm going to tell you now. now I'm you spoiling. sit there and be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I have every right there to spoil it. There you go. It. Uh, it allowed one to retrieve historical data such as names and dates before the headstone disintegrated or the carvings became in- illegible. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Additionally, many people began doing grave rubbings as a memento and for some of the intricate artwork on many of the headstones, creating another work of art by using the rubbing as, you know, like they would frame it. Oh, I see. And use it as an art piece. Interesting. Uh, So this made me curious about the people that did this, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, So gravestones were made by stone carvers who are considered the oldest artists in the world. Really? Yes. Uh, Initially, the ancient Greeks developed a technique in which they would use a harder stone and then carve it into, like, use it to carve into a softer stone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then with the development of carving tools. Carving tools. (laughs) I had two packs today. Uh, Made from iron, it allowed for more intricate carvings. Mm -hmm. Tombstones would now be designed using marble, slate, granite, and limestone. Wow. Uh, The heyday of carving in the United States began in the early 1800s and continued into the 1920s. Uh, It was considered a well-respected profession, allowing these individuals to express their artistic gifts while earning a respectable living. Wow. Many of the carvers signed their works, and these headstones were very beautiful works of art. Wow, Laura. Yes. Okay. So typically the size of a headstone or a mausoleum and the sculptures around the headstone were important because they were a good indicator of a person's wealth or status in their community. Why is wealth so fucking important? I but don't okay. Know. That's, yes. that's for another day. That's another topic. When these carvers arrived in the US from Italy, France, Germany, Ireland, and Scotland, mm-hmm. they tended to gravitate to areas that would have quarries. What's that that? You know, that's where like you find like like stones, granites, <laughs> you know, the stuff that I they're using. At blah, blah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm um, there. So because there would be a lot of work there. I see. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Like stone quarries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, places like New England, Vermont, Rhode Island were very plentiful. Yeah. But in addition, many located in the state of Indiana. Really? Yes, in a town called Bedford, which is considered the limestone capital of the world. Okay. Uh, You can see beautiful works of art at the Green Hill Cemetery in Bedford with carvings containing the most intricate details in headstones. Wow. So do you think that's why Stephen King added that? Maybe. That's interesting. Uh, There was even a stonecutter's memorial erected in 1894 by the Bedford Stonecutters Association, and many of these artists made this location their final resting place. Wow. Yeah. So, hey, if you get a chance to go there. Fascinating. 
Uh, sadly, the art of stone carving all but vanished, and there were very few left. And the ones that are are often found in the New England area. Oh, okay. Uh, today, gravestones are made using diamond saw cutting and water erosion techniques. So mm. stone cutters are not needed. They're not needed. Oh, damn. Yeah, so I'm going to leak a link. <laughs> leak. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Link an article uh, from 1975 that states that gravestone rubbings is a modern revival of an ancient art. Wow, that is really cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, People around the world have been doing these artistic rubbings for centuries. Uh, Chinese and in Thailand and Cambodian, the artists have made beautiful rubbings from temples Mm. using clay and rice paper. Oh, wow. Uh, And so if you're interested in taking up tombstone rubbing as a hobby, it is pretty simple and inexpensive. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. As a beginner, you can start out with a sheet of, like, cheap paper. Yeah. Uh, Once you get the hang of it, you'll want to switch to something better, like rice paper is the preferred choice. Okay. uh, Which you can find in most supply, like craft supply stores. Uh, It comes in different weights and textures, and a medium weight is suggested. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Architect's paper is also a good choice and can be purchased in rolls. Mm. Uh, They used cobbler wax, um, but I don't think you can find that anymore. So uh, a lot of times people will use crayons or charcoal. Oh, Okay. Other items needed, a stiff brush to remove embedded moss or debris from the headstone, mm-hmm. a cloth to wipe down the headstone, and adhesive tape to hold down the paper. Okay. So you firmly tape the paper against the headstone surface and then press into the design. Right. Like with the paper. Yes. Uh, then you rub the crayon or wax back and forth over the paper, making all strokes as even and close together as possible. Okay. It is important to maintain consistent pressure to keep the effect uniform. Hmm. And that's it. You take it home, you mat and frame your piece of art. Really? Yes. Okay. But not so fast. Oh, okay. Because there has been a lot of controversy when it comes to the seemingly innocent hobby. How did I know you were going to say that? Okay. Mm-hmm. The technique is considered very abrasive to the stones and can cause oh. serious damage. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Really? One must avoid harsh chemicals and extremely stiff bristled brushes. Okay. Uh, many of these very old headstones are in very poor condition and are crumbling based on whatever material was used and f- like how old they are. So if you're pressing up against it. Yes. Bit, okay. One should not take a rubbing of these headstones. If you tap the tombstone and it sounds hollow, do not attempt to do a rubbing. Mm-hmm. An aged headstone can be unstable and it's imp- it's possible that you can topple it over if you attempt to take the right. rubbing. Right. So gravestone rubbing has been banned in certain states and in many graveyards and cemeteries. 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 Grave rubbings are prohibited. Okay. Yeah. So you want to be sure to make sure the laws of your state or wherever you're going and also get permission before attempting to create art. And be respectful. Use your your melon. Yeah. If you get a thumbs up, make sure to be respectful of the grave and your intention is to honor the people who are buried there. Uh, those who are opposed to this art claim that it is just more respectful to take a photo on your phone no, nowadays, yeah, sure. right? Um, but apparently New York and New England are one of the best places to capture some of these interesting rubbings. Wow. Yeah. That is very... I have never heard of this but, before. Me either. That's very interesting. That's See, at least you got that little fascinating tidbit out of there. At least I got that fascinating lesson out of this crapper of a movie. <laughs> See, sometimes the shittiest movies at least give you a nugget. And maybe that's why he added that to the movie. That's what I'm wondering yeah. because of the Indiana connection. That's yeah. very interesting. That is very interesting for sure. Wow. Yeah. And so that is Sleepwalkers. Please, if you have seen this movie, let me know. <laughs> Do you like it? 
Do you not like do, it? Do you like it? Mm. And if you do, why? <laughs> why? Yes, I would be interested because, uh, yeah. Explain uh, yourself immediately. Explain yourself. <laughs> explain yourself. Damn. Yeah. Okay. I really liked that lesson, though. Yeah, it was interesting, right? I'm really shocked I never learned about that at art school, to be honest. At art school? At art school. <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah, maybe because of the controversy or maybe because sure. it's just considered like a lost art. I was going to say now yeah. with the technology. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, interesting. But I feel like, I mean, again, like keeping in mind the disrespectful aspect and you could hurt the headstones and stuff like I could see why it you're preserving the beauty of it. Like just taking a picture of it. Right. Is not the same. Yeah. Yeah. Is is the rubbing. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean. I could understand why that would be more. And when you see some of like the intricate details, right? And some of these like headstones that these people have created, and that was an art, exactly. You know what I mean? And to preserve that, and or getting in touch with it a little bit. You know what I mean? You're touching it with your hands. You're yeah, creating yeah. your own piece of art out of it. That's yeah. that's. I can understand the draw. Yeah, I guess is my point. Yeah, absolutely. As long as you're coming at it with the exact most exactly. exact respect, and exactly. Of course, getting permission and absolutely. You know. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating. Wow. Two very different topics today. Two very different. Yes. But very cool. Very cool. Yeah, and that was uh, Indiana for you. That was Indiana. Wow. Our last on the road in the books. Can last. you believe it? Whew. We made it. We made it. We did it. Just barely. Just, just <laughs> fucking barely. All right. Well, all right. that's all she wrote. That is all she that's wrote. all we have for you. We will see you next week. Then. Whoa, oh, well, whoa. Now I'm doing it. Hey, guess what we have in front of us? What? Our killer quote pumpkin. We do. Do you want it? Do you want to pick? We resurrected. Killer? We resurrected the fucking killer quote pumpkin. Do I get to pick today? You get to pick the first one back. Wow. All right. All right. Let me see what I got okay. here. Hmm. What was done to me created me. It's a basic principle of the universe that every action causes an equal and opposing reaction. V for Vendetta. Oh, I've still never seen that me movie. Me either. Uh, sent in by Besitos and Giggles. Oh. Yes. You're one of our favorite people in yes. the entire world. Yes. We love you so much. Thank you for sending that in. We love it. Thank you. Wow. Yes. That was an interesting quote. I'm going to have to think about that. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. I like these quotes that make you think. That make you think. Yeah. Wow. That's Thank why you we do as it. always. That's why we do it. That's right. Thank you for sending them in. I'll probably put something up on social media soon yes. so we can fill up the pumpkin. Got to fill it up. More killer quotes. Yes. All right. All well, right. now that's all she wrote. Now that's all she wrote. Mm-hmm. So TTFN. Cut, print, check the gate. Moving on.